0: Hello everybody, welcome to RPG Cast episode six hundred and twelve for the week of December eighteenth, twenty twenty-one. I welcome you to the end of December. Don't don't you do math on me. It's the end of December. It's the last show of the year, probably. Huh? Oh, it's Kelly Ryan, what do you have December. to say, Kelly Ryan?
1: Um, it being the middle of December, this butters my jorts. Oh, no.
2: <laughs> <laughs> Joining me today,
1: to Josh excuse. Carpenter just... as well.
3: Uh, I also do not butter my cat. Don't
0: butter your cats, everybody. And if you don't know what we're talking about, look up Google okay. jorts and am I the a-hole? And, just um, Google
1: jorts the cat. You'll get the, you'll get the, the, the funniest whole story. story of the week.
0: Poor George. Poor George. Oh, George. You
1: know, I'm happy that that story proved my theory that orange cats are dumbasses.
0: Listen, (laughs) don't you persist your racist predilections about orange cats?
1: I have, I have never had a smart orange cat.
0: They can happen. I, you, the color doesn't mean anything, Kelly, and that is the myth. (laughs) Calling it racist is wrong. (laughs) But I'm kind of with this person on, like, don't just be a colorist
3: about your cats.
1: Josh, you have a orange cat. Confirm or deny? Scotty's
3: smarter than Josh. Yeah, yeah, I'm going to deny because he'll he'll probably, like, cut me in my sleep.
1: (laughs) See, I don't know if he's just smart or manipulative.
3: Same thing. Does, Does it matter? He gets his way.
1: Like all I'm saying is that my last orange cat was so stupid that if you opened the windows to let fresh air in, he would freak out because the outside was coming to get him.
0: I like this New York Post article. Has every orange cat picture during the article captioned that this is not an actual picture of Jorts? <laughs> <laughs> orange cat Jorts not pictured. Like, <laughs> why do you have these pictures? Just get some real Jorts pictures.
1: But the real hero of that story is Gene, the calico cat that apparently had to rescue him. It's from, a torty, right? Yeah, a torty uh, uh, rescue him from locking himself in said closets. <laughs> and yeah, Gene's adorable. So Jorts has his own Twitter now.
0: Thou mayest not adorn thy colleagues with tello, Pamela. <laughs> <laughs> oh, all right. So. Oh, memes.
1: <sighs> the best
3: sort of memes. Cat memes.
1: Hey, hey is everybody else cat a sweet potato? <laughs>
2: <laughs> yeah.
1: I I think that was my favorite part of the whole story. It was the, the pictures that people would Photoshop of the sweet potato saying, Hey, I'm stuck. I'm stuck. Help. Nope, because a... a apparently on the company website of this cat there was a picture of a sweet potato in in place of the cat
0: like that was his directory photo first of all the cat had a directory photo its photo was a sweet potato it has since been rectified
1: (laughs) and and also that that picture that video you were watching of the cat with its head stuck in a tissue box uh see my cats would do that but then would freak out well, you had skittish cats. Didn't he, Didn't yours freak out over stuff like that, too? Over what? Like, did they get their heads stuck in something and then take yeah. off like a bat out of hell? Yes. Mm-hmm.
0: But you know what? So do the, all the cats do that. Even the non-skittish cats. Actually, these cats have been... Hmm. These cats have not been dumb enough to get their heads stuck in things. Yet. <laughs> I'll get I'm back to you on Let right? me it's get back to you on not this. Out of the realm scamper would get yeah. his head stuck on things but would also enjoy it eclipse is too smart not uh, eclipse is too smart not to and then um twinkie probably would i'll I'll have to make we'll need to find photos but uh enough of that i want to see pictures of jorts with a cash trash can mishap and uh, i'll leave it at that so how you doing how's everyone doing
1: I'm doing pretty good. Happy that I don't have to go back to work for two weeks.
3: Yeah. Well, that's good.
1: It is officially Christmas vacation. Whether or not I will game the whole time or actually get something productive done, like cleaning the spare bedroom, is yet to be seen.
3: Yeah. Gaming's more productive.
1: <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I'm kind of in that world right now where it's like I don't want to start anything because of Christmas games, but I have like a pile of stuff that I want to try. Um, I finished Yakuza Six Tuesday morning,
3: ah. and that game
1: <laughs> that game definitely triggered some allergies.
3: <laughs> and this is one of these things where you know, like when when you ask these, when sometimes people like talk about like big long running series, like where should you start? You know, like where where's the best place to jump in and where's not? Like if you'd asked, this would have been like the last game people would have recommended you to start with, but you still had a fantastic time with it.
1: Oh, oh, yeah. I mean, aside from, like, some of the character interactions and probably some inside jokes, I wasn't that lost. And it was a self-contained enough story that I enjoyed it all the way through. Um, I liked that the second that it got serious, that it would just crank it right back to absurdly funny, um, like the baby tossing. <laughs> Which I still cannot stop laughing about. Um, we went into all of this on this week's backtrack, so th- I'm just giving you the kufnets version. the w- The one thing that I took, well, I took away two things from Yakuza. One, unless you see a body, nobody's dead. And two, um, keep tissues around because it does have some very emotional moments.
0: You mean well, like the like- tissue patches they hand you in the game?
1: Well, oh, yeah, there's that, but also, um. You know, fin- finishing that game before work on Tuesday mo- or Wednesday morning because I didn't think I would finish it before I went to bed. I'm glad I saved it. It was like, how am I supposed to go back to work after that bombshell? Like, oh, my God, feels, feels, so many feels. Um,
3: now, now, now you know and, why I've been going on about the, those games for so long.
1: Yeah, no, it's understandable. It, it's some pretty good storytelling. And I picked a good time to get into the series because the entire series is on sale right now on PSN. So I think I picked up um, there's the Origins pack, which is zero, and then Kiwami 1 and 2 for 20 bucks. And then the Remaster pack, which is 3 through 5 for 20 bucks. Uh, you, and then you Six got a I only whole paid lot of game there. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I mean, I did the math that averaged out to, like, seven bucks per game, but that is a damn good deal. Mm-hmm. Um, and the only thing that stopped me from picking up, like, a dragon is um, Christmas Zone stuff.
3: Mm. Uh, yeah, we're in that time frame. <laughs>
1: yeah. Yeah. Like, like um,
3: what, what, what other things did you like? Like, did, did you enjoy the combat?
1: Oh, yeah, I had a lot of fun with the combat, though, towards the end when... Um, When some of the mooks get pretty good about blocking and stuff like that, I did have to pop a lot of potions
2: Mm
1: -hmm. um, to get through. But then that that last area where it opens up into an office building and I'm just slamming people's heads in with CPUs was amazing. And then um, is there something in there about helicopters? Because he made a comment about uh, why is it always helicopters?
3: Yeah, they're, they're, helicopters come up several times in the various games.
1: <laughs> okay. Because <laughs> C- my first instinct when that helicopter showed up was to go, a oh, high D, you know, <laughs> Metal Gear and all that. But that that was pretty cool. And the only thing that stopped me from getting into more than mini games was basically having a hard deadline of Wednesday night because of the backtrack
3: which might not have been a terrible thing cuz it focused yeah. you because those games you can just been forever going in 12 different directions. Is there a mini like, game for throwing yeah. the baby? No, there's no, no That's mini, too bad.
1: baby tossing mini game.
3: There is the mini game for keeping the baby happy and oh, not crying. Okay. Yeah. Did you did you spend a bunch of time in the Sega arcades playing the old arcade games?
1: Uh, yeah, I played a lot of Fantasy Zone because I like shoot 'em ups. And I tried to get into Virtual Fighter, but then I hit a brick wall f- fighting my own mirror image of Pi, of all people. Because back in the day, Pi was my favorite character in the Saturn version of Virtual Fighter. And then I kind of hit a brick wall. I was like, wait a minute, why am I wasting my time with this? I have a deadline to finish this game. So then got back to the main story. I have no idea how the hell you play Outrun.
0: <laughs> no, that's, that's fair. Yeah. No, I feel like that's yeah, I, normal. I don't...
3: Yeah, yeah. My 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 memory of both playing it in Yakuza and playing it way in the arcade way back when was like you get past like that first checkpoint and then like no matter what I did, I could never get to like the second checkpoint. Something yeah, like that. Yeah, I
1: have no idea how one gets to that second check, checkpoint and outrun. In you go watch
3: there. someone do it I on YouTube. I kind of like
1: outruns driving. <laughs> yeah. And it it also annoys me that in these emulated arcade games that you can't just put an infinite amount amount of tokens in so that you can continue.
0: That is dumb, but I guess that's how they keep you coming back to it as a game.
1: I I guess so, because isn't that how it works in real arcades? You want to play this for
0: real, Kelly? You go subscribe to it on the Switch. (laughs) No. No. Uh,
1: also, I realized how much. I mean, I'm a Sega kid, but not early, early Sega. So I didn't realize until I was playing those old Sega games that that's where that Sega Pit Cross game got most of its background music.
3: <laughs> yeah, they always, like, there are games that, like, reappear time after time in Yakuza and the arcades, but then they're, they always are, like, pulling new deep cuts in in every single game. They're They're mm-hmm. pulling different stuff out of their back catalog to to put in and then lovingly recreate in yakuza just for just to be something in the arcade for you to play
1: yeah i'm i'm curious just how deep they could go with that rabbit hole because i've always been curious about like the arcade version of flicky yeah if you guys ever played that no darn um that's a pre-sonic thing um, I mean, I mean, the
3: Last say. Judgment game. Like, heck, heck, they brought in like Master System, and there's like twenty something games you could collect for it and play, including some like Japanese-only ones.
1: <laughs> uh, that's interesting. It's, I never had a Master System.
3: No, well, not many people. Like, it was it was bigger in Europe, right? Than than really here in North America.
1: Yeah, a lot serves. of Sega stuff was. Yeah. If I'm not mistaken, technically the Mega Drive was never even discontinued in Brazil.
3: Yeah, that sounds right. <laughs> I remember reading about that kind of stuff that like the, you know, the Genesis continued on for eons later in Brazil.
0: Kelly, yeah, didn't they uh, make a new Outrun yeah. recently?
1: I feel like they did. Whether or not it got delisted, I'm not sure cuz I think a bunch of games like that did.
0: There's an Outrun from 2006. There's Outrun in HD Sega Arcade version. Oh, that's just that Sega like Arcade. Then there's Outrun Online
3: Arcade. What? <laughs> no, thank you. Presses down the Outrun. Well, radical. I want to
0: I want to give Kelly like a chance to play a modern Outrun. I just can't remember what I what's in my head. There's a Sega Ages Outrun you could just buy on the Switch. That's yeah, probably the best I'm sure one to that do. has
1: accessi- has access accessibility options, I'm sure. Eight whole out of the sages game. Uh and, and that's right, I forgot that in Lost Judgment recently they had Sonic the Fighters and you were like, Yeah, that's a game. Gosh.
3: <laughs> that's yeah, a game. It sure was. Yeah. <laughs> what's all the more bizarre sitting there right next to Virtua Fighter, where it's like, oh, hey, here's a really here's a pretty good 3D fighter, and then you, you play Sonic the Fighter, and you're like, what the hell?
1: <laughs> That's back when they were, like, throwing anything at that Virtua Fighter engine to see what would stick. I don't know if you remember there was a Virtua Fighter Kids.
3: No, I don't remember that. <laughs> Crazy.
1: Yeah. Um, I, I'm not sure if that was Arcade and Saturn or just Saturn, but that came out for the Saturn, and Reviewers are like, why isn't this just a bonus mode and the regular Virtua Fighter?
3: Because they thought they could make money.
1: (laughs) Yeah, yeah. Um, No, no, Sonic the Fighters is top of mind recently. Whoa, uh, there's dirt on the road. uh, Great Eastern Animation, um, the, the company that does a bunch of the Sonic plushes, put out new stuff this week, and one of them is supposed to be a Knack the Weasel plush. What the hell is a Knack
0: the Weasel? Uh, You're making up animals now. This this was made in the OC creator in the most recent Sonic game.
1: Chris, I am not. Knack the Weasel first showed up in Sonic Triple Trouble on the Game Gear and was also a playable character in Sonic the Fighters, where he was named Fang the Sniper.
0: Wait, what? (laughs) (laughs) You said a bunch of words
2: there. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs)
0: Knack the, Weagle. Knack the Weasel, a.k.a. Fang the Sniper, because those are the same. Everyone knows Chris weasels Fang for the... their fangs.
1: Fang the Sniper is real.
0: <laughs> I, I don't doubt you. I'm just questioning <laughs> a lot of things about reality at the moment, but also when you tell me that a company is announcing a new line of sonic plushie products. I just I get worried that like half of them are going to be sex toys.
1: I mean, have you seen the internet? That's any That's what production. I that's
0: we, why I'm worried. I've seen the internet, Kelly.
1: I mean, we had this discussion about the life-size Lucario on the Pokemon store.
0: Bon says we said the title there somewhere.
1: Yeah. Uh. Fang
0: the sniper is real. <laughs> <sighs> that lucario uh, that no that again that lucario has a very inconveniently placed spike that keeps it from being useful for anybody for any reason you can't hug it, it you can't do anything lewd with it you can't it, no you could just look at it over there
1: i'm sure a real pervert will find a way
2: they
0: always um, do
1: hey I, I i played speaking of pokemon in lucario um i'm on my way to the elite four and diamond and pearl can right I now. Can I just
0: wait? Can I just... Did we just gatekeep on perverts? A real pervert will find a <laughs> way.
1: That good or bad? I honestly don't want to know.
0: Okay, all right. Sorry. Go ahead. Continue.
1: What'd you do? I'm on my way to the elite four right now, in in, and in a and Pokemon. Pearl. Okay. Yeah.
0: Do you have a spiky yeah. Lucario?
1: Yeah, I I have a Lucario named Snoopy at the top of my team. Because okay. I hope this doesn't make me sound like a pervert, but Lucario was one of my favorite Pokemon.
0: No, that doesn't. That does not make you sound like a pervert. Okay. <laughs> and I'm not even going to. I feel like you've just engaged me on an improv exercise of suggesting what would. And I'm not going to do that. I'm not going to go down that road. I'm not, not going to go down take that, that road. Not that bait. Not taking that bait. Um.
1: I know, I'm having a lot of fun with Diamond and Pearl. I mean, it's not the best Pokemon re- remake. It did, did take a lot of steps back. Like, the, the TM's not being breakable in particular. But once I kind of hit it, hit the stridest, I was having a lot of fun with it. And I'm curious what the post-game is going to be like. I need to find that post-game site that you were messing with and figure out what all I have to catch and do in the post-game.
0: Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, let me tell you where that is. So you can do it. I, it's called PokemonPostGame.com.
1: Okay. Conveniently Pokemon named, right? Postgame. Yeah.
0: <laughs> yeah, and they've got little checklists. Um, I don't know how... So far, it has saved my progress. I've been terrified of, like, reloading this page and it losing all my tick marks, but so far, it's been okay. Um, Just don't clear your cache. <laughs> and they give you those little drop-downs for all the gens, so, like, all the way back to Gen 1 and 2, and then... um. Do they have, I don't think they have a brilliant diamond and pearl though. So yeah, yeah you I'm might not seeing, be okay there yet.
1: Let me see what Sorry. game8.com has because that has decent tutorials. It's pearls.
0: okay. I don't like their layout.
1: No, their layout's stupid.
0: It's designed for a phone from 10 years ago.
1: You become champion. List of post-game Pokemon. So you've got Poke Radar, Swarms, Park, Hideaways, Trophy Garden. You get an Eevee. Oh, there's catching Rotom in the Old Chateau. There's Full Moon Island, Point Temple, and Regigigas. Capture Giranta. Which one is Giranta?
0: You face Giratina. No, that's
1: something else. Oh, that the Stark Mountain and Heatran. Okay, I'm not sure about that. Well, there's still a ton of stuff to Okay, Giranta is the one that was in um platinum. Okay. Well I Yeah, will... I don't
0: think they're gonna do a um Oh, Girant you mean Giratina.
1: Oh Giratina.
0: Is that how I didn't maybe that's not how you say it? Is it Garanta? I don't have I
1: I'm is I am it... notoriously bad. Is this about my Phoenix
0: down? It? Is this is this it? Is this another one? <sighs>
1: Take what I say with a grain of salt. I am notoriously bad about pronouncing things wrong.
0: So I've seen, um, I was watching one of the VTubers trying to catch a shiny Giratina. Um, She spent, she did a 12 hour stream, 800 plus attempts, did not get it. Um, Which is actually, if you know the odds, that's not surprising. Um, And she didn't have the shiny charm. And uh, anyway, yeah. So uh, yeah, I've watched that the beginning of that fight a lot <laughs> why was i watching the youtube youtuber tried i don't know it was fun to hang out with while doing other things yeah. Okay. i don't know what am i doing pokemon i've uh, been playing pokemon kelly
1: yeah you said that you've been playing uh, doing sword and shield or shield post game
0: yes sword post game oh, so sword post game like like last week i think i'm done with it Except I keep playing it. There are You're gonna go I- really
1: crazy and do living Pokedex. I
0: that's what I've been doing lately. The past couple of days, just running around capturing everything I don't have. Um, I I got myself a uh, a Galade, a glade plugin. No, a Galade a Galade, Galady. Oh yeah, it? that's got the false swipe. Area. It's got um a paralyze and a sleep move, and it, so it's my catcher. And then I trained it up to 100, hyper-trained all its stats, Eevee boosted its attack, and made it as good at catching as I could think to make it, and even then it still dies too easily. I don't like that, (laughs) but I didn't boost its defense. Maybe that's what I should have done, instead of boosting its normal attack. But either way,
1: yeah. Oh, that that sounds like an awesome one. Did you catch it in the wild area
0: yeah that's what i was suggested to do like go look for it during um non-foggy weather in these three areas of the the main wild area so that's what i did i ran around until i found one
1: yeah because a lot of those third evolutions that are kind of a pain in the ass to get normally are in that area and Mm -hmm. i appreciate that so much um i mean i had all the stuff
0: to like do it the the other way but This is the one I was able to find. So, boom. And uh, I thought I I had, I was like trying to do it myself. I'm like, I'm going to make it this Chansey. It's a normal Pokemon. This is going to be my false swiper. It's going to be great. So I get it all ready and I leveled up and then I learned, oh, it can't learn false swipe. (laughs) (laughs) Oops. (laughs) Guess I should have looked that up first.
1: (laughs) I have a bone to pick with the Pokemon Company about that. Why can't you, can't you just let every Pokemon learn that?
0: <laughs> or have more than just false swipe. Have one that works on ghosts, please. <laughs>
1: yeah, well, because I I have a per perugly in my party, which is the fat cat Pokemon. And wait, you wait, would wait, wait. It would say
0: be... it again. Please say it again.
1: Perugly, Pergly?
0: per ugly, perugly. I mean, that's what it is, right? It's purr like purring cat and ugly
1: yeah but i'm trying
0: to wonder are you saying it perugly just to not hurt its feelings yeah Uh, or am i I just being too mean am i being too mean to you about this i'm sorry i'll stop
1: what's what's hilarious is that my glad meow was named alice and when it turned into perugly i was like crap that cat looks like murray now i should probably go (laughs) rename it I won't tell the story of Murray this week, but let's just say I'm happy I didn't have to give a fat, angry cat a bath.
0: If you had buttered um, him more, it would have been fine.
1: Yes, I should have buttered Murray. Um, but no, I, how did I get him such? the subject? You, oh, We're talking
0: yeah. about yeah, catching false swipe.
1: Any Pokemon that learns moves like Slash and Shadow Claw and anything having to do with Claws should automatically know false swipe or be able to learn that yes. as a TM. Yeah, because it makes no sense that Absol can learn False Swipe, but Perugly and Glameow can't. There's there's so many of them that should be able can to learn Bidoof? that they don't. Say what? Can Badoof? You know, I'm not sure. I've got Ceriby.net <laughs> up right Is now. Is he the Oops.
0: true the true Omni Pokemon? <laughs> Looks like no. Let's
1: see. I don't think it can learn it. Pokemon that weren't false Swipe by technical machine. Where's Badoof? I don't... No, it can't. I'm not saying it.
0: You can teach it to legendaries like Caldeo, because that's what you want to do. Yeah. Oh, Zassian can do it. All right.
1: <sighs> yeah, there's only like a handful of Sword and Shield exclusive dudes that can learn false swipe. Which is very frustrating.
0: I mean now that I think but about hey, it, I'm not got... using Zacian for anything else. Maybe can he learn any can he learn sleeping moves or or paralyzing moves? That might work out. Let's see.
1: Oh Zacian, the doggo.
0: Doggo with sword and mouth. Sif um, from, you could um, teach it <laughs> from Dark Souls.
1: Yeah, you could teach it to your or Ursh- Urshifu too.
0: But again, they they lack the other things that I need.
1: Right. I think.
0: Just, I'm finding sleep sucks, so I just paralyze and low health is is doing fine. So I don't know, even know why people bother with the sleep move; just never lands. Maybe there's a proper. Uh. I need some. I need some Pokemon um coaching. Like, what are the right natures and abilities to combine to make, like, sleep hit all the time? Also, can you not land two status moves at the same time anymore?
1: I don't think you can.
0: Did they change that? Did I just remember wrong? I thought you used to be able to do two.
1: You know, I I honestly don't know. I'm sure some Pokemon expert out there somewhere knows.
0: I need a Pokemon Um, master. Ash? Ash Ketchum? Paging Ash Ketchum? um,
1: Ash is not a Pokemon master.
0: He He won the tournament in the anime. he won years. He won the Alolan tournament or something.
1: After 20 years?
0: Yeah. Took him a while, but he's Listen, uh, he was 11. That's the amount of time it should take. 33, he's a Pokémon master.
1: Eh. Well, I, I try not to think too hard about, you know, the IVs and the EVs and all that stuff, because if I think about it too hard, then I'll never finish a Pokemon game. And we do have a lot of news, so we should probably move on, because I've had other stuff I've played I wanted to oh. talk about. Yes, ma'am. I am now an Oculus owner. Oh,
0: You've entered the Rift.
1: Ooh. Yes.
0: No, you've gone on a quest.
1: Yes, I I've gone on a quest. You
0: logged the into the Metaverse.
1: Um... First off, I've I've been having a lot of fun. Um, so I picked up Beat Saber, and I picked up uh, House Flipper VR, and both of those have been fun, even though Beat Saber kicks my ass, and when you're a huge heavy metal fan, all of your favorite songs are going to be impossible to play.
3: <laughs> a little too fast.
1: Just a tad. Just a tad. Well, one, it took me like three hours after the Backtrack last night to figure out how to uh, essentially hack my Oculus to be able to have um, Beat Saber run custom songs because the the easy way to do it, which is doing it through Steam, I can't do because my video card's too old and can't handle VR and I don't really feel like going and robbing a crypto mining company to go get a decent um, video card. So here we are. But once I got it working, I one of the first songs I booted up was "Don't Stop Believing," which you know is a pretty slow song, and it kind of got me. Also,
0: out. not a metal song.
1: No, but I liked the song, which got me. You know, I was like, okay, this isn't too bad. And then I think I actually booted up a Mario song, that was on the front page of. Beast Saber, which is where I was getting all of these custom songs. And it was so fast that I uh, failed out of the song, like, immediately. So it's like, okay, I'm not as good at this as
2: Fail.
1: Yeah, so th- then I found no fail mode, and then I've just been downloading songs left and right, um, trying to find any custom song that somebody's actually programmed into easy is kind of a pain in the ass, because they... I it's all people that have finished the campaign mode and want stuff that's harder. So, uh, I I need to just try to campaign the campaign mode and see how that is. But the other annoying thing that I find about Beat Saber is uh, there's a lot of DLC packs for sale for this. And they're like right there in the menu. And I find it kind of annoying that it's like, oh, here's bands I sort of like, like Skrill X and Green Day, and oh, it's a separate DLC pack. You know, it just seems it seems kind of predatory, but I get it. <laughs> Hence why I'm doing the custom song thing. Mm-hmm. Um... But th- that's also a game that tires me out almost instantly because I haven't quite gotten the hang of it yet. So um, as soon as I saw that there was a house flipper VR, I downloaded that immediately and then regretted it because I turned made it have um, free mo- movement. And that gave me motion sickness faster than anything.
3: Uh, you want teleport <laughs> usually
1: yeah. whenever
3: they uh, offer it.
1: Yeah, so I switched it to teleport and kind of like 45 degree turning Mm-hmm. So I'm not quite as sick. I also did a, a soft mod. Well, not really a soft mod because it's in the settings. I told it to run everything at 90 Hertz because I was told that that's the best refresh rate to run. If you get, if you're really prone to motion sickness, um, it's one of those things to where you have to link it to the Oculus app on your PC and tell it to run it at the at 90 Hertz all the time. Um, and yeah, the the VR thing is kind of, I, I don't know, weird Be, being in this room, sitting in my office chair, and it's like I, I'm holding the door, and I'm pushing the door open, and I'm using my little gripper thing to pick up trash, and one of the... the one of the second jobs in the game is they give you, uh, it's a lady that's like, hey, my cat knocked over a bunch of flower pots and I don't have time to clean up this mess. Can you please come clean up this mess? So I'm like actually spraying a spray bottle on the floor to clean up this dirt that this cat left and then using a brush in the other hand to scrub it up. And <laughs> I don't know how big a Simpsons fans guys you guys are. Do you remember the episode where they didn't want to do chores and then they went to a science convic- convention and did a or were playing a chore simulator? Yeah,
2: no, but that sounds like I've seen
1: it. That. Yeah that that's what this felt like. <laughs> it's like I'm I'm like literally on the floor scrubbing this floor and I don't even feel like doing this in real life with my own uh, bathroom with all the litter box litter. But at the same time, it's flipper and it's fun. <laughs> so you, you, you're picking up flower pots and putting them back, and then you've got to um, water the plants. So you take a mug and you go to the sink and you turn on the sink and, and fill up the mug. And it's like this. This is really neat. But at the same time, why this, this is so mundane? And yet, I'm enjoying it.
3: Um, yeah. Sometimes but, you just need that. Like the yeah. chill game.
1: Yeah, but but also it's hilarious when I'm in the middle of this and then I feel my cat on my leg, you know, pawing at me, break break completely breaking the immersion. Or the other day when I was trying to do House Flipper VR, and there was a cat in my lap, uh, wanting attention. <laughs>
3: Hey, just be thankful you're not doing like that one game I did in VR where it was like you're underneath the sea and there's sharks around and then your cat comes and rubs against your leg. And you're like,
1: ah! like. I have not been brave enough to download any horror demos yet, like Resident Evil.
3: That wasn't a horror demo. That was just like, oh, you're in the ocean.
1: Oh, I know. (laughs) I know.
3: It still freaks you out because your brain is just, you know, your brain's like that. That thing touching my leg must be that shark I just saw.
1: <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And and it's even more of a trip to take off the headset and see the actual world and your brain just kind of like resetting to reality. Mm-hmm. And oh, that, that that whole thing is a trip, man. And the funny thing about VR is that both Vaughn and I, my husband, have been this entire week being like, yeah. Everything they said in Ready Player One was complete BS.
3: <laughs> yeah, kind
0: of. <laughs> you should have known that when you read Ready Player One.
1: I I mean, I know. But it, that book slash movie is kind of like the idealist idea of what VR is like. And compared to what it's really like, it's just nothing. It's nothing compared to what it's really like. And we've we've just both been amused by, by that for a year, or by that for this entire week. Like um, at the end of the book, there's this one battle that has like millions of players, and I I pointed out to him, it's like that part of the book mentions nothing about like sharding. Or anything like that, and that got me down into a rabbit hole of looking up the, the, all the famous EVE Online battles, and seeing that those uh, battles like capped out at five thousand players, and even then the servers sh- still shut down.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: So I, I don't know. It's it's just been fun, kind of poking holes in the idealist version of VR all week with my husband.
0: I so I hate. Sorry, I I brought up a random excerpt from Player One. And it's just causing oh, me pain god. again. I just... Every... T- this paragraph is Galaga Defender a- Asteroids. Two paragraphs later, we've got Robotron. Then we've got Family Ties. <laughs> it's like, oh yeah. my god. <laughs>
1: yeah, he, he doesn't shut up about the 80s stuff, but...
0: And he doesn't write well To be either. fair... <laughs>
1: My my husband and I listen to the audiobook version of this which is read by Will Wheaton and he makes it not suck. I, I have, a, if, if I, I, you, have a,
0: I have a complex about Will Wheaton though, remember? I'm jealous of him achieving all the nerdvum that I wish I could.
1: Oh I forgot that you had that complex. I have a, I have but a Will Wheaton complex. Um Crap, I was... which I is gonna makes say, me you... fun, which
0: is why i enjoy watching him on D D things because i get to see him fail again oh yeah
1: you're, you're watching that quest and again you're watching see the broom handle in my game wasn't that long
2: oh
1: oh this they must have like put skill points into their broom handle or something <laughs>
0: <laughs> put that on the title sheet yeah <laughs> i put points skill into points in my broom handle, handle.
3: Oh good God! <laughs> you didn't tell us this was an RPG.
1: No. <laughs> Technically, yeah. Oh, you you clicked away before you had a chance to see it. They actually have a picture of the cat that caused all the destruction on the uh, mantle, oh, which I on. thought was a neat touch. Here, I will put it. I'm good. Skill points into broom handle. Okay, somebody got it. But, but yeah, there's a picture of the cat. Okay. Oh. This is also like a so my version of House Flipper is a little bit more rudimentary graphics than this.
0: Are you playing, playing local on? The, yeah, they must be playing off the PC probably, right? Yeah. Well, let's see. Do they have a cable?
1: Yeah, they're playing the Steam version.
0: Oh yeah, they don't have an Oculus. They've got a a Vive.
1: And see, part of why I wanted an Oculus is because um, I wanted to be able to just run most of it off of the headset itself, Mm -hmm. uh, which which will be nice so that I can bring it to my parents' house if I want to and stuff like that. We're probably going to be doing a lot of holiday stuff um, with the Oculus. I just need to figure out how to output to the TV so that um, we can see my mom humiliate herself by flailing.
3: (laughs) I have homework for you, Kelly. Yes. You need to pick up Moss for it. Oh, yes.
1: That's right.
3: Please go play with the mousy. Uh-huh. It's so cute.
1: Let me me see how much that is on the store.
3: I think it's Um, on. It's probably on sale.
0: (laughs) Being one of the three good VR games, it may not be on sale.
1: (laughs) What are the other two? Beat Saber
0: Saber and and... uh, the 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 third one's an audible slot for you to put your favorite.
1: So house flipper.
0: There you go. There you go. Yeah. Job simulator, house flipper, whatever your poison is, some gun game because you're into the space pirate simulator or something. Yeah, it's thirty bucks. Super hot VR. Maybe that would list be it.
1: it. I'm gonna wish list it for the time being because I have spent a crazy amount of money on games this week. Um, <laughs> But this I, seems I, different
0: than regular House Flipper to me. This is the same developers? I think so. Oh, nice. You dump the mug of... It's just such a different look. But, like... Yeah. Yeah, it's all chores, so... Sure. Whatever.
1: Huh. There's this game called The Wizards. That looks like it's an action-adventure game with, like, spell casting.
0: Oh, it's a Harry Potter game without the license. Or the turf. <laughs> uh... Oh, Kelly, this week, the trailer with Mad Mickelson came out. Oh, oh I didn't see that. The internet's angry. <laughs> the internet has come let's, to defend Johnny Depp.
1: <laughs> I don't want to touch that with a 10 let Yeah, hole, let's not. Let, I don't want to touch but, that with a
0: Quidditch broom.
1: <laughs> but I will say that I'm amused because I've been getting ads for the um, 20th anniversary movie event that's going to be happening on HBO Max where they're bringing all the actors back together. And I look at the guest list, like, "Huh, J.K. Rowling is noticeably absent from this guest list. I wonder <laughs> why." It's
0: just the actors, Kelly. That's why.
1: Sure. Uh, apparently, Emma Watson and her have there not are two actors who other. cannot
0: show up. Oh, Emma Watson and who?
1: Um, Emma Watson and uh, J.K. Rowling have not spoken to each other Ooh. since Emma posted a picture of herself saying, uh, with a shirt that said "Trans Rights Are Human Rights." So, um, take that for what you will.
0: Schooled by your own character.
1: Yeah, really. (laughs) Um, That being said, I'm done with my VR talk. Uh, Josh, you've been playing an interesting game.
3: (laughs) Yeah, well, I I took Chris's instructions, so I went and played Marvel's Guardians of the Galaxy. My instructions? Yeah, you told me to on the last show. You were like, you need to go play Marvel's Guardians of the Galaxy and tell you if it was good. Okay. I thought that was Kelly who said that. Alright. No, that was you. Okay. <laughs> you don't even remember? No. <laughs> so so I can report. I, I could do the short or the long. The short is yes, it's good.
0: Which I thought we knew. Which is yes. why I'm surprised I asked you that.
3: <laughs> the long
1: Sorry, oh, yeah. is this the biggest surprise in the history of gaming? Because everybody was complaining about how much this game was gonna suck. Well, uh, people still complain
0: about it sucking. It depends how much you like the character dialogue. Because if you hate it, it is ingratiating and you will just, Mm -hmm. you will run from this game. And if you're cool with it, like, you're going to love the whole thing, I think.
3: Yeah, yeah, because that's one thing about this game. It is a chatty game like I've never played before. The characters are constantly constantly chatting and or sniping at one another the whole time. It doesn't matter. You know, it's not like how if you get to an open area in a video game and you'll run out of, you know, like they'll, they'll do their little dialogue and then they'll just, you know be silent that's normal normal video game here like no they're just going to keep chatting they're going to keep bringing up stuff they're going to keep talking the entire time if you're like trying to figure out a puzzle they're going to be chatting about it the whole time they might be making fun of you for being dumb and not being able to figure it out or (laughs) they might be sniping at one another about like you know how to actually solve this puzzle like you
1: you hmm. can't adjust this at all
3: uh like in the in what like the the fact that they're talking to one another constantly no like that okay. that is part of the game it's like scripted, Kelly. The, <laughs> yeah the the puzzles themselves like there is kind of an option in that um in the menus where you can have them you can gauge how often they will provide hints. like you can turn off hints totally. you can have them kind of like, have the characters start to give you hints after a while, or you can have the characters kind of like just tell you instantly almost how to solve some of these puzzles. (laughs) Um, The the game itself is like, as you kind of expect, like they're, you know, the the characters are broke and they're sneaking into like a forbidden quarantine zone, trying to like steal a monster that they're going to uh, sell to a uh, collector for money. And accidentally in, in the process of that, like unleash this force that threatens the entire galaxy. And then they got to go and like, you know, fix that. Of course, you know, the, the guardians of the galaxy, they saved the galaxy, but yeah, the dialogue is like, I, I thoroughly enjoy it. I think it's been fantastic. Like um, it, it's hard to describe though, because it's just so well done Um, like there, there, it's not one of those kind of games where you're just like screenshotting, like, look at this amazing piece of dialogue. No, it's the way everything plays together. So there's this scene where, uh, star Lord Peter Quill is like leading, leading the team through this, uh, ship that he's been through before. And he's like, I think we're going the right way. And Gamora pipes up. And she's like, you, you think we're going the right way? And he's like, well, it was on fire the last time I was going through here. So I think this is the right way. And then Rocket, of course, pipes in. He's like, I, I can fix that. <laughs> and everybody's <laughs> like, no. no. <laughs> so the game is, you know, like it is constantly that kind of stuff. <laughs> just from beginning to end. And like, I have just absolutely. It doesn't bug
0: it. you that it's not the movie voices or likenesses. No.
3: It like when you when I first started playing, it kind of like, you know, like there's that thing in your head where you're like, this is not the right voice. Mm -hmm. But after a couple hours, it just totally dissipated. And I'm just like, oh, yeah, these like the voices here are like now what I'm thinking of. Like, I, I think the voice acting is really good. It's one of those things you'll or at least I was able to let go of after a little while like i I understand why they didn't want to get the uh, well, you know, like that adds to the cost if you had to get oh them, gosh, the yeah. the original cast back for doing it. but the the voice actors are great. And like I said, the timing of it is just the 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 dialogue between the different characters and the timing is fantastic, which is a good thing because like the story and the narrative is kind of in the the narrative between the characters is kind of what carries it because the gameplay itself is just kind of like it's you know, it's it's fine. <laughs> you know, it's 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 generic action adventure. You're shooting stuff, you've got some special abilities. Um the only character you're controlling is Peter Quell. And then you have the ability to kind of like all of the different uh guardians have like a bit. they're AI controlled, and then you can instruct them to do some of their special abilities. You know, like you can kind of bring up this wheel and be like, okay, I'm going to I'm going to <clears throat> you know, tell Gamora to attack this one character with one of her special attacks. But it, it's, I mean, like, it's also kind of like a real stretch to call this an RPG because you do get experience for beating enemies and you can use that to kind of unlock those special attack perks, but you're not getting, you're not getting a greater, you're not getting more health, you're not getting that kind of stuff. And then your equipment can be upgraded, but that's not has nothing to do with like experience. It's just you're finding kind of like random junk that basically works as uh, a currency that you can then just spend to upgrade your equipment. So it's kind of it, it's not really an RPG. The gameplay is it's fine, just kind of like third-person shooting, but the 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 combat or I mean the uh, just the, the interaction between the characters is so fantastic and so much fun. <clears throat>
1: Excuse me. So what's it like to have a boss battle to never going to give you up?
3: <laughs> <laughs> it's something else, man. Yeah, that's, that's one of the uh, things in the game. Like you'll, you know, like I, I haven't even paid enough attention to figure out exactly what triggers it. But as you're fighting, you will eventually trigger these like huddles. And so you'll interrupt it and you'll bring everyone together into a huddle and you'll give them a pep talk. And if you're successful in your pep talk, they'll get like every, all the characters get a boost. And then they start, they start playing the rest of the battle with one of the, I think they just randomly select one of the songs from the soundtrack to play. So yeah, one of them is. Rick Astley, never gonna give you up. There, there's tons of those, tons of eighty, you know, like late seventies and eighties music in the in the soundtrack. The soundtrack is like they they got a heck of a selection on there. But yeah, it's kind of bizarre to be fighting in this boss battle and have never gonna give you up playing in the background.
1: See, I was secretly hoping that they would do uh, together forever, just to be contrarian, because that was his other hit. <laughs>
3: Nah, you know they had to go with a Rickroll.
1: <laughs> I know, I know, but I I can't wait to try this eventually. Um, yeah, it keeps I,
3: I, it keeps going so, on sale, so like it's definitely yeah. picking up in one of these holiday sales. If you see it, <laughs> see it for thirty bucks or twenty bucks, like it's it's really good.
1: Yeah, I, I put it on my Christmas list. Whether it's Santa delivers or not, I'm not sure, but I'm <laughs> sure I'll be able to pick it up for cheap at some point. If not. Uh, so the other thing I was thinking was this is definitely not one of those games that I'm going to be able to have a podcast going in the background because of all the banter.
3: No, no, like that—that—that's what you're playing the game for—is all the 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 fun little banter. This is the DSX
0: studio. It's like you can't wear. If you were listening to a podcast, you'd have to pause it all the time to read the email.
1: (laughs) No, I mean that's that's good to know. Because I get annoyed when I don't know that going in,
3: no, or when a game stuff.
1: like tra- when a game like Trails is inconsistent about it.
3: Oh yeah, there the, yeah Trails is quite it, well. Trails just has so much dialogue They're They have mm-hmm. to be inconsistent. This one is very much everything is voiced, and they're constantly talking to one another, and you want to hear all that stuff.
1: Yeah, yeah.
3: You want to hear it when Drax is threatening to uh, throw Rocket across the uh, <laughs> across a chasm. <laughs> <laughs> or Rocket is threatening well, just to blow sound- stuff up as usual.
1: But well, that just sounds funny.
3: I mean they've they've also incorporated in a number of like choices so that you're so that you um, so that there's different different kind of like routes through the game, little, uh, you know, it's those one, it's those sort of things that I imagine it doesn't really change that much, but you know, there are ones where you're, I mean, that's one that came up early on where you have this, uh, um, um, You have, like, literally a chasm, and there's a bridge, and there's controls to the bridge on the other side, and that's what Drax wants to just pick up Rocket and chuck him across the chasm, which Rocket is not too keen on that idea. And so your choice is to basically let – you can just let Drax throw Rocket across the chasm, and Rocket gets really pissed off, but he will eventually, uh, like – get the bridge across or you have to like go and explore and find a different way where you could like knock this pillar over to create a bridge across rocket obviously appreciates that and then some of those decisions then unlock events that happen later on in the game so there's like a little bit of choice and role play to it but you know not 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 much of an not a very strong rpg in that sense but a heck of a lot of fun
1: there you go. Certainly a lot more fun than a lot a lot of people were giving it credit for. That's one. And I'm and
0: hearing. Cosmo puppies. Oh Cosmo. Yeah. Oh <laughs> uh,
1: Cosmo had puppies?
3: Apparently. Very cute. Well, oh, I think a lot good. of the I think a lot of the negativity around this game before it came out was you know centered around Avengers, which was different Ubisoft or you know, different studio Square Enix. <laughs> square studio. Um and you know it was a different studio, and I don't even know that Avengers was necessarily bad, but I think they pushed too hard to try and turn that into a game via service, and it just the game via service part didn't work out. <laughs> mm-hmm. I don't know. I
0: some people really like that game.
3: Yeah, like some people do. I mean, like what I heard, I didn't play it. What I heard about it was like the base game was fine, but the 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 post-game game as service was kind of like, eh, not, not, you know, there are better ones out there. I wonder, um,
0: I wonder how it is now, like a year or two later, however long it's been, probably a year later. And then, um, with all the DLC and patches and stuff, like, can you get in cheap and have a good time with the Avengers game?
3: Uh, isn't it on Game Pass now? I think it is. I won't know. I think it just came to Game Pass like a few weeks ago, so you I could try have it. DLC though, no. I want... Do you, do you? Well, I mean, you could still get DLC I mean, for. I don't want to
0: buy DLC. Are you kidding me? Come on. <laughs> it's the Avengers game. I don't want to spend money on it. <laughs> so it's um, wow. Here's some sales. Yeah, um, Endgame Edition is twenty six ninety nine right now. Um, and
3: that's even digitally.
0: <laughs> yeah, that, wow. That has all the DLC. Um, oh, pl- base game plus skins. Oh no, that's just a collector's. I'll oh, screw that. All right, so just base game. If you're gonna buy it, it's sixteen bucks on Xbox. It looks like, and uh, or it's yeah, on game you Pass. want
3: Spider Man? If you want Spider Man, that's only on PlayStation. Oh, of course. All right. But I don't know if Spider-Man has still come out yet. That kind of got delayed by COVID. The DLC is
0: just costumes, so I guess that Endgame Edition is the everything pack. Goodness gracious. (sighs)
1: Sony got to keep a clamp on that Spider-Man license.
3: Oh, yeah. They ain't giving it up for nothing. (laughs) It has not much stuff. Okay.
1: That being said, the new Spider-Man movie is really good.
0: Let's see, Avengers uh, PlayStation, are you on sale? No, 40 bucks. Endgame Edition, 60 bucks.
3: It looks like pass is the way to go then.
0: Yeah.
1: I wonder if we're going to get another um, huge end-of-year sale on all the digital platforms. I mean, there's already one going on on Epic.
0: There, there almost is always is. Hey, you know what it's time for? What is the national sale? Yeah. So the question was, what is your favorite monster collecting game? Oh, Tracer 3 says it's on PlayStation now, or it could be on PlayStation now.
3: <laughs> it could be. I Maybe don't know. it'll be on
0: PlayStation the next thing. That Sorry, Tracer. If you're saying it's on PlayStation now, clarify that. But um, it's so hard to care about that, service. <laughs> All right, so our, our, our question of the week is, uh, what's your favorite monster collecting game? Shaman writes in and says, I'll still ride or die with Pokemon, as can probably be gleamed from my username. But if it counts, Shin Megami Tensei is a strong runner-up. Crawl uh, says, if we're picking our one individual favorite monster collecting game rather than series, for me, it's Persona 3 Portable, stupid seniors with their French. Um, shout-outs to all of the later Persona and mainline SMT games. Sierra Limb Pokemon, and as a wild card, Xenoblade Chronicles 2. While the gotcha system for collecting blades was one of the worst things about that otherwise excellent game, it was also strangely compelling. <laughs> can you be both at the same time? I guess so. You, all right. you can mean, be. It's like, right.
3: I hate this, but I can't. I gotta watch it. the
0: train wreck.
1: <laughs> I mean, it was, yeah, it was annoying, but once you got the blades that you wanted, it, it was fun to have. I mean, each one of those blades had a different story. So yeah. it was kind of compelling to get them all, which makes the stories just,
0: not matter as much
1: you that can't, can't flush them
0: stories. all out as a bl- all right whatever
1: it, it wasn't like chrono cross problem where they added too many characters I mean the stories weren't gonna blow the or set the world on fire, but they were still okay.
0: I felt like the some of the blades were like crossover type things, and it's like just just have a handful but then they can't be collectible. You know what? I'm not going to try and solve it. All right. <laughs> I don't know the right answer. I feel like fewer would be better with fleshed out stories, but what do I know? Featherhoof writes in and says, Monster Hunter Stories is my current favorite, but I'll give a shout out to the old school Pokemon games. I may have fallen out of love with the mainline Pokemon series, but they still occupied a large part of my gaming life for a long time. I I still need to play. Uh, Monster stories. Hunter
1: Stories is the correct answer.
0: That's your favorite monster collecting game?
1: That's not Pokemon.
0: Mm. All right, Monster Hunter. There's
1: two games are so well written, Chris.
0: I can't stand the the gameplay of the first one. I just
1: yeah, and it's the same in the second one, but it the don't. story is so good it doesn't matter.
0: Ah, oh, I need I need the first one remastered with controller support. <laughs>
3: Apple fell oh. down on the job on that one.
0: Yeah. All right. Finally, Tracer Three says, "I really like the monster collecting in Nino Kuni. I found it to be fun and rewarding. I really like feeding the monsters in Nino Kuni."
1: <laughs> I gotta say, I feel like Tracer is the only one that liked that aspect of it. It was fine. It I feel like everybody else I talked to hated it. It
0: could have been a better system, but
1: yeah. yeah. Oh, I going to say, we have got a surprisingly amount, large amount of news this
0: week. Oh well, let me get out of your way and launch you off into the news read. Oh.
1: So Lost Ark is launching in February. This is Amazon Games and Smilegate's new MMORPG that's free to play. It will be coming out on February 11th, and there's lots of Founders Packs. And it takes place in the fantasy world of Arcasia, where people are seeking to find the eponymous Lost Ark in order to stop demonic forces from overrunning the world.
0: Snore. Oh, wait, this is, a, this is the MMO everyone wants to play, right? Okay.
1: I thought the Amazon just put out an, an MMO.
0: Yeah, but no one wants to play that one. Okay. New was World that the gotcha. one that
3: was breaking people's graphics cards. Yes,
1: I think so. Yeah,
0: this is the one that people wanted to get localized. Okay.
1: So. Um, and then we've got Mega Ten Musashi post-launch updates announced. This is Level Five's um, giant robot game. Another uh, one. <laughs> yeah, Mega. It's Mega not. Activision
0: it's not White Knight Chronicle. <laughs>
1: oh i forgot level 5 did that um see there's a free update now and it adds a new super dreadnought mission a new overlimit system and new special moves and there's more free updates planned to release in january it's not February, out in the west Spring. yet yeah it's not
3: even announced for the west yet
1: megaton musashi hmm. could be interesting um, we've also got Dragonborn DX announced. This is an upgraded version of Dragonborn, which was a Game Boy Color game. Or I'm sorry, a original Game Boy game.
0: The upgraded version looks like a Game Boy Color game
1: though. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Um, you so say you think they'll keep going and do uh Dragonborn Advanced?
0: I don't remember these, so you tell me.
1: <laughs> they they came out recently. They did physical cartridges. Um, the real question is if you do if you get one of these, it'd be nice if you could get a ROM to play of them so that you can play it on your own device of your mm-hmm. choice.
0: Mm-hmm. Yeah. Hey, you could you could combine this with an analog pocket. Oh wait, they're probably sold
3: out now.
1: Yeah, yeah. Um, we've got these Circus Electric. Re- I. Can't even pronounce this. The Circus Electrique. Is that how you say it? Yeah. Sounds good. Um come com- coming out next year. It is a part story driven RPG, part tactics, and part circus management set to be released sometime Wait, in 2022. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. That's three things that had been put together before. <laughs> yeah. So you're uh, in a steampunk version of London and you're in charge of circus whose performance helped save the city. Um, because everyday Londoners turn into killers. Okay, but
3: they still have to put on the circus every night because I
1: I guess yeah uh, p- player archetypes that... include Strongman, so so blowers so it's artists, a um
0: so it's a Sakura Tyson game
1: <laughs> kind of <laughs> yeah, yeah kind
3: of but steampunk S- London instead
1: Circus Tyson <laughs> Cir-
3: Circus <laughs> Wars,
1: <laughs> but Chris, it's gonna have clowns.
3: Ooh, that is scary!
2: Oh,
3: it's a awesome, horror that makes it a horror game.
1: View. <laughs> um, we've got Grand Blue Fantasy Relink It's still set for 2022 with a PC version announced. This is this a is an uh, action RPG based off of the Grand Blue Fantasy okay. world. So
0: it's not That's, the gotcha game thing, whatever.
1: I don't think so. Um, will oh, be yeah, available on totally PC, action. PS. Yeah. Is this coming out to the west?
3: yeah when um mm, 2022 maybe yeah
1: this story doesn't say okay. see i've been curious about Grand boy fantasy stuff for a while because when i went to japan that was all i saw but i don't think the gacha game ever came here it
3: didn't officially but you could you play can it through a web browser right yeah. Uh, oh, You can play it if you downloaded it from Japan From the Japanese store It actually oh was, I think pretty much everything was in English There's oh. an English option But you just can't get it from the U.S. stores
1: Okay
3: <laughs> If memory serves
1: So I think I tried to do the browser version And I couldn't get it to work mm. I'll be curious about this version I got it um, to work so...
0: and had no desire to keep playing it <laughs> <laughs> this was too much of a hassle
1: um we've got on um, december releasing in 2022 this, this is, is a, a free to play action rpg
0: this is a diablo game um, yeah St- with enchanting and everything look at this
1: based in south korea
0: this is a poe killer <laughs> see if they go for um
1: it. The this, this story amuses me. The world has 12 divine beings that rise from the light in the void and are worshipped as gods, but a 13th god, Serpens, was born and brought darkness to the world, and you are a rune hunter trying to prevent the resurrection of said god. Okay. And also, un, Undecember sounds like a weird name. Like
0: It sounds like a band name.
1: Yeah. Yeah. Um, we've got Vendir Plague of Lies announced from Early Morning Studio. This is a party-based RPG and set in a world that's gruesome with the royal family participating in child slavery. Oh, excellent. Yeah, I guess your character is hired to help.
0: (laughs) (laughs) With re-enslaving the children?
1: I, you know, I don't know.
0: (laughs) Do you get to choose? I don't think we want to. So Says this is uh t- this is a, I don't know what this is. Okay. It has talking meat. All right.
1: Wait, talking meat. There
0: is a lump of talking meat that they just showed in this trailer. Literally stock talking to a chain, uh, steak on a hook. That, that huh. was a thing that happened in this trailer. It's name the talking meat.
1: Okay. I didn't know meat had that much to say. Um, we've got more, this thing uh, looks old. It looks yeah, old. It looks like a DOS era RPG.
3: Mm-hmm.
1: Or on the cusp of that.
3: It's going for that look, certainly.
1: Um speaking of old old things becoming new again, we've got uh more information about Stranger Paradise Final Fantasy Origin. Um this update. includes Three new characters, Sophia, Astios, and Tiamat. The dark elf. Uh, yeah. Uh Sophia is the fifth warrior that joins the clan. Fifth uh, warrior. Astos is the king of the Astos is the king of the dark elves, and Tiamat is the fiend of wind. Just screenshots of that stuff. No real other details.
0: Yeah, well, you saw what happened last time they released a trailer.
1: Yeah. <laughs> you don't get trailers I, I sh- anymore. <laughs> I still don't understand why they're so resistant to the memes and why they don't just lean into it. 'Cause that's the only way people are gonna check out this game is just to make fun of it.
0: If you wanna make a game that's dumb and fun, yeah, you gotta own it. Mm. Yeah. If your game has is just dumb ex- oh man. Kelly, this game's gonna be bad. It's gonna <laughs> be so bad.
1: I mean, I liked what <sighs> I played of the demo, but I also had tongue firmly planted in cheek.
2: Mm. Um
1: We've got Reverie Knight's Tactics launching in January. This is a tactical RPG and sends players on an expedition to find the lost elven city of Lenoran while fighting the goblin forces spreading across the continent. And it has kind of a isometric, highly detailed animation style, which looks cool. It'll be coming out on PS4, Xbox One, and Nintendo Switch and PC. So, you guys don't seem that...
0: Oh, sorry. What's um, no, it? I was trying to get through the animatic intro to the actual tactical stuff. Okay. Ah. Uh, yeah. So this is an art style that I think I. What was that big popular tactical RPG that everyone loves? That's like
1: uh, Banner Saga.
0: No, that that's the one that makes everyone depressed. The one that people actually like, and is um uh got the weird art style that people don't like. Oh, you don't know what I'm talking about. Stealth um, is that it? Is it Felseal? I'm not sure. Sh- yeah, is it the I'm one with the sure. awkward, like, realistic art style that it's like, this is kind of ugly, but the game's really good? Maybe. I mean,
1: you're not narrowing it down. You could be talking about that. You could be talking about Dark Crystal.
0: I'm not talking about Dark Crystal. I know what that is. How about I just Google Felseal and confirm? Yep, that's the one I'm thinking of. Okay. Yeah, Felseal. This is like Felseal with, like, a better art style, <laughs> is my first impression um having played neither um i don't know if it's as good <laughs> obviously because fell is apparently really good so um yeah i like the animations going on here i like the art style and that's promising what's it called who's making it reverie reverie knights tactics just just slap tactics at the end there that's important by one 1E- e one c entertainment is making it or publishing it probably just publishing it Forty Giants um, Entertainment's if, is the developer.
1: Um, we've got a simulation RPG, *Sengoku Dynasty* announced, which is a follow-up what? to the medieval dynasty, what? which uh, you control a peasant that rises up to cons- to secure their legacy in the Sengoku Dynasty.
0: And it's oh. a simulation RPG.
3: Looks looks heavier yeah. on the simulation than the RPG to me. But. Does is
0: this a? Does that mean Harvest Moon? What does that mean? I don't know
1: i don't know either
0: it looks like you go hunting I... for deer at some point so that i guess this isn't just a survival game okay what else um, we got we've Kelly? got,
1: we've got a new scarlet nexus dlc released
0: that's the one oh, where you play the... as the guy or the girl in the game right yeah yeah okay
1: this this is the second paid dlc and includes skins um let's see what else new episodes, new SAS effects with characters who've learned the new Nexus drive ability, and is available individually for 8 bucks. or as part of the season pass. So, more more Scarlet Nexus if you're interested in that. We've got more information about uh, Pokemon Legends Arceus, including the Diamond and wait, Pearl Wait, plans. wait,
0: wait, wait. Information? Wait. That's my whole problem with this game is we have no information. Alright, so hit me up. Tell me everything we learned.
1: So... What there do we groups. do
0: in Pokemon Legends Arceus? That's all I want to know. What do we do?
1: <laughs> um, there are two new clans: the Diamond and Pearl Clan. Okay. And one of them, Diamond's clan, is focusing on cherishing the present, while the Pearl Clan believes in uh, cherishing the past. And what past? This
0: is like the beginning of civilization in the region. Okay, sorry, I'm I, asking the wrong question. Got me. Sorry. <laughs> Go ahead. You've also got the. <laughs>
1: The Ginkgo Guild, which uh, consists of traveling merchants um, and sell you stuff. Okay. And I mean, the crux of the game is that you're venturing out to create the first Pokedex. Uh huh. You still don't don't
3: sound convinced, Chris.
1: What do I do
0: in the game? Do I just catch Pokemon? Is it just the wilds area? Because that ain't going to do it.
1: (laughs) I don't know, Chris. I think you're expecting way too much.
0: I'm expecting anything! So far they've announced nothing! Why are people excited for this? What do you do in Legends of Arceus?
1: If, if Reddit was to be believed, people aren't excited about this. They're okay. having a conniption fit that they, it doesn't look as good as Breath of the Wild.
0: Okay, that's that's a strange flex, guys. Um, Maybe yeah. don't compare it to one of the best and longest to develop Zelda games ever. Like, okay, maybe all right
1: um moving on we've got river city girls 2 that's going to be coming out in summer yeah
3: yeah
1: and i didn't it, like river city girls very much did she no but a lot no.
3: of
0: a lot of other people did so this I, is I didn't like
3: it very much either but this okay. one at least is going to have online co-op so maybe i th- it didn't feel like it was it was tuned very well for a single player it felt like you were really supposed to have two people playing so maybe yeah. maybe that'll fix it
1: well it says this one has three difficulty settings and the dialogue that changes yeah depending on the player controlled characters um and two player online co-op like you said so um i think this was talked about during the uh indie direct that happened this week
3: yep we're into that section
1: yeah um, we got an RPG that I'm interested in, the Sea of Stars, which, oh me too. my god, that sprite work looks gorgeous, and this is a follow-up to the Messenger, and takes place in the same universe, though you do not have to play have played the Messenger to appreciate this, and it also has music from uh, Mitsuda, who did a lot of Chrono Trigger stuff.
3: Yeah, the music you could tell in the, in the uh, trailer was really good.
1: Mm-hmm. I'm just disappointed that they announced it like a year too early because it's supposed to be um twenty twenty two holiday period, but then additional oh I guess the additional platform form releases are expected to be revealed in spring. So
3: Shocker, um, it will probably come to everything. This yeah. is this has
0: got some Chrono Trigger vibes. Oh definitely, totally, doesn't yeah. it? Yeah. In in a good way. Yeah. Oh yeah. that's that is Lavos. What what that's Lavos. <laughs> You're not even hiding it. <laughs> All
2: right.
1: Chrono Trigger vibes in a good way, not in a bad way. Like how I am Sitsuna attempted to mm. prey on people's Chrono Trigger nostalgia. Yeah. I'm sorry. I'm still bitter about that game. <laughs> Like the Chrono Trigger
0: RPG storytelling experience that exists in your head, not the one that exists if you go back and play it now. And, uh-huh. <laughs> you know, like if you were to make a new Chrono Trigger, you wouldn't do exactly like you did then. You'd, you'd improve yeah. some things. And this looks like it's uh-huh. kind of doing what you would do, I think. But this is a first impression, and I could be very wrong.
1: And then another RPG, that uh, new RPG that they—well, I guess it's not new; it's kind of been around. But um, they announced it during the Indie Direct. Uh, Omori is going to be released on Switch. Um, let's see when? Sometime in spring 2022. This was originally a PC game, and um, from what I'm told, it looks like kind of cute and colorful, but it gets into some dark stuff very quickly.
3: I mean, they, they list it as horror RPG, so I yeah. assume so. Yeah. I um, assume the, the bright colors look belies its actual uh, story. So it's another Doki Doki? Yeah.
1: Yeah, because yeah, I, I watched a video essay on this, and it was pretty heavy. Okay. Um, the themes in it, so. Kelly, <laughs> don't, don't let that colorful stuff fool you.
0: Kelly, I've got yes. another horrific scenario to explain for you. Yeah. you got a traffic Pref- report. You can't <laughs> you coming a after- helicopter. <laughs> this is uh the Chris Privateer for uh, Action News Aorzia coming at you from the main Leviathan Turnpike. Uh looks like they've shut down entrance to the entire data center. <laughs> they uh they've suspended sales of Final Fantasy 14 again because mm-hmm. the game's too popular.
1: <laughs> Oh how we've come full circle. Didn't they have to suspend sales because the game sucked too bad? No,
0: they suspended sales. This already happened once before it was too popular and they had to stop selling it. Like when everyone was jumping ship from WoW or something. Oh, <laughs> this like happened a year was, or two ago.
1: <laughs> I thought it was during uh 1.0.
0: Um well that yes, they did suspend sales for quite some time as they said, uh we're remaking the game. <laughs>
2: Okay. You can just play for free <laughs> indefinitely,
0: and we're not selling it anymore. uh We'll check in with you in a bit.
1: <laughs> yeah. Then they dropped a to...
0: Then they dropped a meteor on the planet and started over.
1: Because <laughs> I tried to sign in like Tuesday afternoon, because I had updated my video card and I wanted to see if the performance improved or not, and I couldn't get in at all. Yeah. Which I'm told it's, is part uh, of the course.
0: It's popular. Yeah. <laughs> People having fun in there, Kelly. You can't get in uh, because it's you. you Got to go line up outside the club.
1: Uh, it must be nice to have your MMO be liked. <laughs> Sorry. I I saw some of the Sylvanas Windrunner story BS last week and kind of oh is it
0: going bad? Oh, I didn't. Huh? I I haven't stayed in touch with it at all. Is it real stupid? Yeah. Oh.
1: Yeah. And it's conflicting for me because on the one hand, I Sylvanas is my favorite character, so I I want this to happen. But at the same time, it's such a such an ass pull that I don't want it to happen because of what terrible writing it is. But we won't get into that. Let's talk. Uh. Later. <laughs> <laughs> uh,
0: oh yeah. Oh. So yeah. Uh. What What is okay. Square Enix will be granting all current players with an active subscription as of December 21st, 14 days of free game time. Uh, they are temporarily suspending digital sales of both the Starter Edition and the Complete Edition, as well as new registrations for the game's free trial version. Um, if, you, uh, if you're if you a current player, you can still buy the Digital Edition upgrades, like for collectors and expansions. Um, they're just trying to, to stem the tide on new players, completely new players. So... Um, I guess that means if you are yeah, so if you you if you're already a player and you're like i st- i want to play the new expansion, it sounds like you'll have no trouble doing that. It's just only Ooh. completely new accounts that are gonna have an issue, so let's see um and then some updates on some of the errors that they've been going on that they're fixing with patches um air two thousand two if you're familiar with that, they're working on it, and they're adding capacity to data centers and as as we've mentioned before on the show. Um, they tried to buy more servers and were told there aren't any more servers to buy. So
2: <laughs> Oh
0: jeez. <laughs> this is the problem they're having. The supply shortages are hitting them. Um and what can I can this is the only time I've ever heard a company say like even say yeah, no, and come out ahead of time, like, yes, we're trying to do the thing you yelled us every time to do. We can't, because there are no servers. <laughs> there are
1: no servers, Karen. They're the
0: I guess. Servers. Uh, guess. Um. Guess. Uh, Amazon and and Google have got all the raw components when they build their own servers. All right. <clears throat> what else we got? I, I just see oh. some
1: poor, some poor intern on the phone. What do you mean they're out of servers? <laughs> you don't just run out of servers.
0: Well, it, you're right, and they wouldn't announce it like that. They tell you, well, it looks like expected <laughs> delivery will be quarter two of 2022 you're like, what?
1: <laughs> Just putting it like that is hilarious to me. <laughs> what do you mean they're not Um uh, We've got a sequel to Kuro no Kizaki announced.
0: Oh, oh shocker. A-, a Tales game's getting a sequel? <laughs>
1: <laughs> Saying It uh, uh, can't be. Uh, can't be. We
0: still don't have the first one so- here.
1: Yeah, yeah, so this is the one that is the fall, that is after the Sky, or not the Sky, the Cold Steel series. Right.
3: right, this one's set in Calford. Yeah.
1: Okay.
0: Which, and Which it has, I don't know, what like, is going on here? You know, uh, I don't Yeah, this know.
1: is all
3: the yeah, the, all they released is just like a couple of uh, photos Some out of it.
0: Anime ass screenshots is what they yep, released. Yeah, <laughs> yeah.
1: Probably that's all they can release because it's, it involves spoilers for the first game. And the everything first game is spoilers. Oh, well,
3: Everythi- that, th- the Falcom's never been afraid to just like spoil the hell out of their <sighs> earlier games with their PR stuff. They just stuff want you to buy later the current ones. one. They don't care. about yeah. The old one. I don't know. Maybe that's it's true. just me. I'm slightly kind of concerned that like, boy, they're, they're just like cranking it out with nothing in between. Like, I they felt just that way about the <laughs> tales of games for years now, Josh. Well, yeah, but I mean, usually, like, it, it it's different here in the West, because we end up, you know, it ends up taking longer for them to actually come over here, but usually there are, like, a couple of years between the games in Japan, mm. but this one's, like, it's, you know, it just came out in September, the first one just came out in September, and now, like, next September, there's going to be the second one. I don't know, we'll see. They, they, yeah. they got to ride the hot horse, and they're making lots of money on Kiseki games right now, so... <laughs> small company's gonna gonna do what brings in the cash yep, yep.
1: um we've also got a system shock remake
3: um, or, well, sort different, of on deck different developer coming in to work on the on it because this has been going on for years now where they've been remaking it right
1: yep yeah I was mildly confused by the story. I was like, wait, I thought that already came out. No, yeah. <laughs> That was System of Shock Shockery re- 2 remake, wasn't it? Uh, no, they,
0: they did an HD re-release
3: or something. Yeah. This is the remake. Okay,
1: <laughs> gotcha. Oh, so they're rebuilding it from the ground up. Yeah. yeah. So, uh, HD yeah, visuals, that, updated happening.
0: controls and UI, and remastered sound and music. We'll see when it happens. Next, next year, they say. Oh.
1: Um, we've got expeditions Rome receiving a demo. Okay,
0: this is just a travel game now what is what is expeditions Rome?
1: puts player in the role of customized league goddess in the late Roman Republic and you escape Rome and join a campaign to subdue a Greek rebellion,
0: okay. This looks really know, this, boring. This
3: looks more <laughs> this looks more total war than RPG to me. But, <laughs> but what the, do I we know? didn't see
0: any gameplay in the trailer; just a bunch of naked statues. Yeah. All right, audience. Hold on. So let's see. They've got the Twitch tie-in where audiences can vote on things while you're playing the game. So, like renaming units and stuff. And, okay. It's a tactical RPG, and that's all we know. So, it, but the, it's a demo now, right? So we could go try it. Yeah. Four hours of demo content. Wow. All right. And they
3: say it carries over to the final game.
0: Oh, here, here's Your some screenshots stuff. of actual play. Oh, okay. This looks hard.
3: Yeah, it looks more strategy yeah. game than like that. That looks more like a PC strategy not, game, really, than what I think not of. As, smart enough for these. But, I
0: I need coaching to play these sorts of games.
1: We, we've played these sorts of games and we played all to like 4 in the morning.
0: Well, that's Civ. That's different. Strategy games and Civ. Civ's a 4X game. Strategy games are more um, quick, usually. And punishing of bad choices. I don't
1: know. But we know that Sean Bean likes pigs. What? His flavor text. He said He would always say something about I like pigs. Right. And then you would click through the flavor text and you thought it was funny. Yes. And he that always... day was when I learned that. Oh, wait, that's Sean Bean.
0: I like pigs. <laughs> if you click through, <laughs> that's what it sounds like he says. <laughs> He's trying to say something else, but I would always cut him off. I like pigs.
1: <laughs> Do you like old CRPGs? <laughs> yes. Um, we've got Scald against Black Priori being published by Raw Fury. I'll pass. Um <laughs> Plan for early access in 2022. A, well, and... this
0: isn't an old... This is a retro-styled... Yeah. Not it, a real old RPG.
1: It's chasing that Ultima look.
0: I actually never played um, PC RPGs back during this era, so um, I have no particular fondness for this look. It, I, I think it looks cool, though.
1: Yeah, stuff like this on the Commodore was way too complicated for my five-year-old brain back then
0: oh that monster totally just ate that dude wow okay
1: i i like the the bloodiness in the synth soundtrack though yeah so that's cool but that that is all the news and we've got some uh, brief release date updates as it were um chicory a colorful tale released on switch this week uh, this is that really colorful rpg with the dog that's trying to restore color and sam our own sam walker did the review and absolutely loved it so i didn't realize that wasn't on switch up until this point so i have that on my wish list and i need to check it out um the opposite of that moon has released on pc and ps4 which moon is that Um, kind of anti-RPG that was originally on PS1 that got re-released on the Switch recently and is the inspiration for Undertale. So now if you don't have a Switch, you can check it out on PC and PS4. Um, We've got a new Bard's... Is this a new Bard's Tale?
3: This is the one that's on Alexa. Okay. It's out now. Audio only. Wait. I I think you may have been gone that week, Kelly, where they... I might have
1: been. If you could have I an
0: Echo be... show, it'll show you, like, a picture of your choices. But yeah, otherwise, it's okay. audio only.
3: Yeah. So it's on Alexa, so. it's also on Google's assistant as well.
1: Huh. An audio only RPG. That could be interesting. Yeah, robot, roll for initiative. You have That's to pay for it on command. Google.
0: How do you. Oh, okay. You have to pay for it here, too. All right.
1: Um. Baldur's Gate Dark Alliance Remaster is now available on PC. I don't remember which dark, uh, Baldur's Gate this is. Is this the new one?
3: That, that's the action one. No, that's the old okay. one.
1: Okay. The
3: one that was on PS2 back in the day.
1: Oh, right. Right, I forgot about that. Well, it's on PC now and it's remastered for 30 bucks, so you can go check that out. Um, Calhoun High School Chronicle is uh, coming to PS4 this was the dungeon crawler that had the intro that was straight out of Cowboy Bebop mm-hmm. and I think it came out, the remake came out for Switch initially
3: yeah, it was on and, Switch earlier this year or maybe last year
1: yeah, the the western release of the PS4 version has not been announced but um, our own Paul Scarelli reviewed it and I can't remember what he said about it so let's see
3: I think it was meh
1: Yeah.
0: I just can't believe how Cowboy Bebop this intro is.
3: That that
1: intro is so. It's an appropriate timing now
0: with the live action remake.
1: (laughs) Oh, that's canceled. What? Yeah, they canceled that live action version. Why? Because people hated it. They did? Oh, no.
0: (laughs) Poor Cowboy Bebop can't win.
1: (laughs) And I'm. You know, I didn't. When I first read that story back in the day, or. Rather when we talked about it and made fun of the intro originally, I didn't realize that it was originally a PS2 game, so Mm -hmm. it makes complete sense why the intro is straight out of Cowboy Bebop, because it would have been at that time. Yeah, yeah. I just I didn't know that. that That's amusing. Okay, that that does help me too. (laughs) Yeah, because thinking it's a modern game, it's like why are they capitalizing on Cowboy Bebop nostalgia? Because it's cool. Yeah. (laughs) Um. What also could be cool, depending on your opinion on Idea Factory, is that Mary Skelter Two has a PC release announced. Um, when is it supposed to come out? So, it announced a PC port of Mary Skelter Two, and you can wishlist it, but a release date hasn't been announced. And this version of Mary Skelter Two also comes with the first game, just like the uh, Switch version does. Yeah. So, and, and the third game just came out on Switch, so who knows if the pc version or that'll come out for pc too but there you go you can play barry skelter on on pc um the record of lotus war uh of the night clone has been delayed on the switch (gasps) oh no it was supposed to come out like last week yeah now it comes out on january 28th
0: but all the other console versions came out okay Mm -hmm. yeah must have hit an issue um
1: also river city girl zero has been pushed to 2022 is that the
0: sequel uh, we talked about or is this a different one
1: i think this is a different game oh it's a switch port of the japanese only super famicom title
0: oh oh the original okay
1: yeah right. yeah that story confused me too until yeah. i read it um battle brothers on playstation and xbox has been their their release date has been revealed it is is, is january Battle 13th or... okay. i honestly don't know
0: a turn-based tactical rpg mm-hmm. oh boy oh this is the one with, the, one with uh, just the heads yeah the heads right. yeah 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 all right i've seen these screenshots okay
1: <laughs> oh the heads puppet yeah i could not take a game seriously with that it's, kind of art so hard. it looks like groundhogs
0: it's hard yeah
1: um, we've got Edge of Eternity console release dates announced. Okay, oh, um, finally, it is for for PS4, five, and the Xbox system. It's February tenth, and then a cloud based Switch version is coming on February twenty third.
0: And if you forgot, it came out on PC in June,
3: and nobody's yeah. talking about it. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I was just yeah. surprised that like a you know this game from like a it was a Kickstarter game, kind of smaller development is doing a cloud version on the switch that sounds you know i think
0: that's easier to do an actual port though
3: well yeah but i, I don't know like i, I i'd just be kind of like slightly well i guess i don't know you always have to worry about that with the cloud version of you know do they shut down the servers and
1: um not, not related yeah not related to our question of the week but if you if anybody has played any cloud version of a switch game i'd like to know how it plays yeah, I've heard about Guardians
3: of the Galaxy. What'd you say? I've heard not good things about Guardians of the Galaxy on Twitter. I Swift. haven't
1: heard I haven't heard good things about any cloud version of any game. So <laughs> I wanna know if anybody has played but a Kelly, good cloud switch game.
0: You get to ride a giant kitty cat in this game.
1: Yeah, if I'm gonna play this, I'm probably gonna play the PS five version. Oh. You know, justify that five hundred dollar purchase.
0: That That's the way to justify it.
1: Yes. Good use of it. Um, well, if you're disappointed about Edge of Eternity, Death and Request 2 is coming to the Switch in February, which is another Compile Heart Idea Factory yes. game.
3: Got a bunch uh, of that this week. Yes.
1: <laughs> yeah. Um, Crystar is also coming to the Switch in March.
0: It's the same thing? Another I,
3: Idea Factory baloney? Uh, I know they published
1: eye- it. It's NIS. I it's already remember. been out
3: on PS4? Yeah, PS4.
1: Yeah. I don't remember much more about this game.
0: The, yeah, I'm good. Thanks.
1: The screen, the gameplay that you're playing is making me think of Azure Knight. Mm
0: hmm. Making me think but of it too, which is why I'm like, I'm out.
1: <laughs> oh, you didn't like that game?
0: I, is that the one I played? Uh, Night Dragon is your oh, fuck. I can't keep these. You know what? Let's move on to the next game. I'm sure it'll be better.
1: Um, Neptunia, Ex, Sinren, and Ninja Wars, heading to the PC. And
0: all right, let's go back to the last game. <laughs> <laughs> that was wrong. <laughs> you were so wrong.
1: You don't care about you don't care about the collector's edition that's coming out.
0: Oh, tell me all about it.
1: Um, It's got a physical copy with reversible cover, a 50-page hardcover art book, a Ukiyo, I think, Ukiyo is a wall scroll, a steel game case, an official soundtrack CD, an exclusive trading card, and a collector's box. Okay. Yeah, you don't sound that thrilled.
3: No, not too much. Uh, No, because I'm I'm, looking at the gameplay
0: and I'm like, nope. (laughs)
1: <laughs> I'm always amused when people list the collector's box as a feature.
3: They always do.
0: Well, when it's better <laughs> than the game.
1: <laughs> I guess so. Um that is all the briefs.
0: Oh, don't talk about briefs in Sunrun Kagura. All right. So, let's see. That brings us to what did we miss for game releases last week cuz nothing's coming out this week. <laughs> it's Christmas week. So, nothing coming out. Uh, Last week, uh, we mentioned Chicory and Moon Remix already. Pray for the Gods, spelled with P-R-A-E-Y for the Gods, came out for PC, PS4, PS5, Xbox, and Xbox X. And then Sands of Salazar came out for the PC. But uh, again, nothing coming out this week. Um, We have some new early access dates. Wizardry, The Five Ordeals, is coming out early access uh, this week, apparently. Uh, Sands of the Salazar, it's exiting early access. That's why it's being released. Um, I guess that happened last week or... Somewhere between last week and this week, because I'm confused. And Prayer for the gods is the other one. All right, so uh, that brings us to editorial content. What do we
3: got for editorials?
1: See, we've got a Moon Globe Bay review.
3: Sam did that, and she quite liked it. Although she's biased because she's Canadian, and and the whole thing <laughs> is set in Canada, so I'm mm. I'm saying she's biased. That's and it's
1: right. Sam; she can get away with it, and then. Why role-playing games should win the Game Awards.
0: Okay. Instead of um, It
1: Takes Two? Yeah, that completely caught me off guard because I hadn't even heard of It Takes Two until that won the Game Award. But I guess it has really good storytelling. But it's from uh, Jason McFadden and just a whole editorial about um, why we should care more about RPGs for winning Game of the Year. I don't know, I I, I sort of feel like the Game Awards are just like a hidden E3 with um, awards tacked on as a feature.
3: Pretty much. But. I didn't watch it this year live, so I just like, I did the, like, Well, what, I'll watch the, uh, I'll watch the trailers afterwards. (laughs) It sounded like it just went on and on and on this year.
1: Yeah, I mean, I'm not gonna lie. I'm not a fan of award shows in general, just because I feel like they're always very biased. And
0: I don't know. Did the uh, did a anthropomorphic razor man show up again? Oh, you forgot about that, didn't you? Yeah, the large walking Gillette razor.
2: Okay. Yeah.
1: I forgot about it, or pushed it out of my memory. pushed it
0: out of your memories.
1: So, <sighs> for our question of the, the week, the
0: chic hydrobot. <laughs> Sorry it was Chick, not Gillette My apologies
1: It's still a giant anthropomorphic razor It's still nightmare <laughs> fuel <laughs>
2: uh. um,
1: So for our Question of the week because this is our last show For 2021 um, We're all going on our little uh, vac- um, Holiday vacation For the next two weeks Or so Um See, I thought about doing the trade, what did you get for Christmas? What did you want for Christmas sort of thing. What if we say what do we have a favorite Christmas game memory?
2: Ooh. Ooh.
3: That 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 could be a good one. I
0: I will kick you off with one of my favorites. Um I actually have an answer for this question of the week. I remember as a child when I got my SNES, I got it at my grandparents' house, uh cuz that's where we did Christmas the day after Christmas like all the um we would we would spend it with the fu- with the f- the extended family at grandma's house, and for whatever reason that year, my family stayed overnight the night before, so we spent Christmas night there, and uh, I got a SNES from Santa, and um, so I remember on Christmas morning playing uh or afternoon at this point I can't be sure with my memory playing uh, Super Mario World on the TV there, and just the <laughs> wonderful sounds of Super Mario World and Yoshi eating those apples, just. In my memory. And it was delightful. No RPGs on that day, though.
1: Um, I'll never forget my parents surprising me with the Nintendo DS um, the year that that came out. Because I didn't even really ask for one. Because I, I typically don't ask for a system that first year. I kind of wait a year to see if it's going to go anywhere. And it was one of those things that's like, well, you've, you've been... Uh, I was like, had just graduated from college and it's just been like, Well, I know how much you like games and I know how much you like Nintendo stuff. And this seemed like a really neat system. So we got it for you. And I was just like blown away at my parents kind of doing that for me. Um, granted the game selection at the time wasn't very good so I ended up using it for as a giant Game Boy Advance for like that first year and trying any I I tried it in a lot of games that year just trying anything that seemed interesting for that system Um, I think that first night I played like the the Sim spinoff the Herbs
3: (laughs) yep I remember I think I had that when the DS came out too yeah. just was there was nothing for the DS when it came out.
1: Yeah, there was Mario and
3: Mario remake, yeah. Mario 64 remake.
1: Mr. Driller. I played a lot of Mr. Driller <laughs> that month.
3: And if you've had it at lunch or pretty close to that, then you had the the terrible, like blocky, mm-hmm. like really crappy buttons, not good screen DS.
1: But that that thing could take a beating though, because I dropped it on the concrete at one point and it still worked.
3: Oh yeah, that thing was built like a tank.
1: Um, not so much when my nephew broke it, because I ended up gifting it to him uh, several years later after I got my light. Um,
3: oh man, the 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 memory that comes to mind for me is like was really happy at the time, and then kind of turned out, <laughs> turned negative later because I remember getting a, remember uh, my grandparents giving me a Sega CD. And I was just, like, blown away by, you know, because that thing was expensive add-on. Oh. I was just, like, blown away by, What like, game? Holy... What game? What game? Oh, Sonic CD. It was, like... Okay. Only...
2: Not
0: Sewer but, Shark?
3: No, not Sewer Shark. Come on. <laughs> I remember on. playing
1: Guys, I played a lot of Sewer Shark back in the day.
0: <laughs> I'm so sorry, Kelly, but this explains a lot I... about you.
1: <laughs> I I played so much Sewer Shark that I learned that the dialogue in it changes depending on how well you do. Yeah. And I don't know if a lot of people know that about that game.
0: No, I didn't know that. I've only seen like <laughs> a playthrough of it and that was probably with like the best outcome and it's still terrible, so. <laughs>
1: <laughs> like n- not Dennis Quaid. You know, depending on your score, it gets like really happy with you or not, or like very pissy with you, depending on how well you do in each section. And there was one section where he was like, "I am bestowing you the best title call sign I could possibly bestow because your scores are good, so good. You are now Beach Bum." Woo! Yep, that's not Dennis Quaid. <laughs>
3: <laughs> oh, that that lovely rainy Sega CD quality video. Oh, boy.
1: Those were the days. I, I didn't realize that the colonel, that, or like, the the chairman in this game is a is a legit actor because he shows up in, I think, one of the diehards and in a, and an episode of Friends. Mm-hmm. <laughs> oh,
0: boy. Super Shark.
1: And I also didn't know at the time, because I, I was, like, a 10-year-old or 11-year-old kid when I got my Sega CD that the whole, I love the smell of sewers in the morning was a rip- complete rip-off of Apocalypse Now.
3: It's the napalm?
1: Yeah. Yeah.
3: Lordy oh, Lord. God.
1: You unlock so many memories, Josh, because when I got my Sega CD for Christmas that year, um, I had never had a CD player before, so I, I also got a portable CD player. And in that portable CD player, you had to press down on the disc to get it to lock in. And I thought that's how CD players worked. So I pressed down on the disc in the Sega CD and ended up breaking it. Oh, and no! My, par- my parents had to take it back and exchange it for a working one.
3: Oh, god! Yeah. You were so lucky they they just took it back and exchanged it.
1: Yeah, I mean... To be fair, they're like, well, you didn't know because we've never, you know, that at the time they didn't know how a CD player worked either. At, at the
3: at the time, CD players were expensive.
1: Yeah. <laughs> the, the other funny thing was that apparently they didn't p- technically pay for the CD player. My dad got it with Marlboro Miles. <laughs> mm hmm because I couldn't bring it to school with me because of the Marlboro logo, and I eventually got frustrated with it and found out that it was a sticker and peeled that off. So, yeah, my dad paid for that CD player in other ways. uh <laughs> oh, so many Christmas memories.
0: <laughs> How do you return something bought with Marlboro play- points? Well, no,
1: it, he had to return the Sega CD, oh, okay. not the CD player. Gotcha. I don't even... I, found that recently cleaning out a closet and i think i ended up putting it at a garage sale
0: wow i'm watching the original sonic cd
2: mm-hmm. this animation
0: yeah. they really made it better in the new version <laughs>
2: yeah
1: <laughs> oh it's not just a slideshow in the new version
0: no oh goodness
1: the, the real question chris is are you sonic boom or are you sonic a
0: sonic warrior sonic boom no question is that Japanese or U.S.? US um, one? Sonic Boom is U.S. Yeah, I some so this is my rem- okay. So I had a big phase where I was buying like um fan made uh video game remix albums, and one of the things that the One Ups or something did uh, was a cover of the Sonic Boom song, and it just infected my brain. And so when I finally got around to playing Sonic CD HD, it was like I have to listen to that song, and then. After that, I switched the soundtrack to Japanese. But
1: <laughs> Yeah. Um, truth be told, the in-game music, I like the Japanese soundtrack better, but as far as the theme song, I prefer Sonic Boom. Sonic CD is one of those
0: weird of like... ones where they're both good soundtracks.
1: <laughs> yeah, no, I I have no. It doesn't happen often. <laughs> to, I have no hate towards the English one. I yeah. like the English one just as good. I just I like the Japanese one a little bit better, just because it feels more Sonic and mm-hmm. it's less jarring when you go to the past or future and the music changes. Because I can't remember if it was the past or the future that uh, they never remixed in the English.
0: Hmm. All right. So I think with that, that brings us to the end of our show, doesn't it?
2: Yes. Yeah,
3: we're yeah, we're on Sonic C D now.
0: Yeah, yeah, we're talking about yeah. The, yeah, we're literally watching Sonic C D on YouTube. That's probably time to stop. So I wanna thank everybody who listens for a wonderful twenty twenty one. Um, all things considered, I think it's been a, a good fun year for the show and um I hope you've enjoyed it. We'll be back in twenty twenty two, unless some major news happens that causes us to do a show next week or the week after, but Barring that, I think we're going to take some time off. Get well-rested for the new year, and we'll catch you back then. Um, I hope everyone has fun with any holiday gifts they receive, and if not, I hope you have fun catching up on old games or um, thinking about uh, future gaming for the, the year to come and doing any sort of prep you're doing for your job instead. Um, and yeah, I don't know. What else? Get vaccinated, if you haven't. Um, get, boosted. get boosted. And um Let's uh let's kick this virus's butt because I want to go outside again.
1: <laughs> Same.
0: <laughs> um, I don't know what else we got. Um,
1: pet, pet your cats. Make sure you take good care of them. Don't ignore them during the holidays.
3: Don't butter them. Don't butter your cats. Yeah,
1: don't 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 butter your cats. Go play Outrun. Um, don't uh, don't murder your in laws as as much as you would like to if they're annoying you. Um. Take a pound of volume before seeing your in-laws if needed. Not that I a lot of issues experience. with in-laws, Kelly. A little,
0: a little bit, just a little,
1: just a little. But um, what else?
0: I I've never oh, noticed that Oh no, no, no here's before. the big one. Actually, you here's get the big hugged PSA. by Amy in the game.
1: Huh. Yeah. No, here's the big PSA. If you're getting a kid a console for Christmas, Ooh, yeah. make sure you open it and update it.
3: Yep. For before you beforehand. Gotta open We'll be interminably slow on yep. Christmas Day.
1: Yes. I need to send out that PSA to Twitter and stuff because I always put that out every year. Um, now is the time to open your console, update it. If it's a Switch, put your glass protector on it so that um, your kid can just play with it right out of the box. Yep. Um, charge your controllers, install any games that require installation. Set up accounts, that kind of stuff. These cause... are
0: basically computers now, and I'm sorry, you're now yeah. an IT administrator. Apologies. Yes. Um, <laughs> um, Welcome to buying stuff for your pres- your kids in 2021.
1: When I figure out a way to monetize this service for other people, then I'm going to be a millionaire. But that's my advice. All right. Anyway, that's all I've got.
0: That's. I think that's all we can ask for. Thanks, everybody, for watching. We'll catch you next year. Until then. Stay frosty or warm, depending on what hemisphere you're in. And we'll see you next time. Bye-bye.
2: Bye-bye.